Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hate Journals. It's your girl Black Mamba and AP baby. Oh my god. Okay, that happened. I'm sorry, you guys. She showed me pictures because she uh, had a beautiful photo shoot with your babies and that lovely husband of yours. How was that? We're a sexy family. You guys are a very sensual it's family. Does that really sound weird when I say that? It's awkward when you have like two boys and then you, but like we are a sexy family. <laughs> like my son has like sexy hair. Right. Like very you know, thick. Kane has very, very sex, like yes. surfer boy. Like he yes. has what you wish your husband had. Yes. Well, my husband coincidentally does have it, but yes. No, 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 no. Bill has a totally different, very much a yes sex hair. I see what you're saying. But it's like that Italian, like hard lines, like clean neckline, clean, <laughs> clean, like it's like the only other hair type besides African American that can get away with like the hard line. Yeah. Up yeah, top. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whereas Nainer, aka Kane, has that like muffled surfer boy. It looks like he literally always just dipped out of salt water. Right. He's like, who am I saving? Yeah. Like, woof. like every time it's just like the wind blew. Like, What's that? I smell it a hoe that stands up. Oh, save a hoe. I can tell he's just going to Oh, be he's going to be captain. No, he's going to be the one that's breaking hearts. I'm telling you, that little, bam, that little bambino of yours is going to be Oh, one. you're right. You're right. He's going to be one cleaning him up, being like, oh, you know. Kane is already running game. You know, Do you know what he says to, to me? understand. He, Mr. Brother Mr. Understood. Mr. My brother Ms. has a soft soul. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's a little bit different. He means mm-hmm. well. He'll get it when he gets yeah. older. A lot of yeah. that's going to go on. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, King looks at me and I like put my, my whole get up on and he goes, right. you are a princess. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you trying to get? He's like, nothing. You're nothing, nothing. You're a princess. You're a princess. Yeah. But while we're talking about it, that Halloween candy up on that highest shelf. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I was like, pretty you're good. You're a genius. I was pretty good. I had like a bunch of Halloween candy that we took from. We had a cul-de-sac party mm. because we knew everyone was going to be like social distancing, and we still wanted to have fun but still be responsible. COVID doesn't exist outside, right? I wish. <laughs> um, um, so what we did was it, it was genius. All we have first of all, I'm in a cul-de-sac group group chat mm-hmm. okay so we had a smoke machine spooky we had blow up pumpkins with like ghosts coming out of it okay and we had already pre-made like all of the candy and little bags and then we had set them all up so the kids could just like grab a bag grab a bag do their thing a projector where all the adults were outside in like couches and stuff watching the movie so as you drove up to the cul-de-sac, you were like, I'm sorry, what's happening down here? Mm. Oh, that's right. It's a full-on party. We've got music going. We've got spookiness. It was a blast. Smoke, spooky, movies, drinking, candy. Ugh. Full blue moon. You did not cancel Halloween. We did. Oh, we for sure did not cancel. I will never pass up an opportunity to hang out with the homies. Yeah. And my neighbors are like really great homies. Like yeah. really genuinely good people. So we had such a good time. That's how it should be. Yes. I mean, honestly, I'm so that's, lucky. that is really how it should be. Yeah. You know, what's really fun about neighbors is I, I don't know if I've shared this before, but it was just so weird. My neighbor directly across the street, like yeah. I could watch like our bellies growing together Aww. and I could like watch us like pull in our stuff together, you know, like a box of diapers here. And then like all of a sudden one day we're carrying these little bundles in. Aww. And you know, it's really, really cute about this whole story I was gonna, like, little is baby um, we've never fucking said hi. Oh, cool. So you guys have never spoken a word. Literally ever. Never a word. And you know me. You never went Anybody over. Anybody who listens to this fucking podcast knows me. I have do, done the awkward, like, hey, you guys. I've even done, like, the finger motion, like, to right, you, to right. me, to you, to me. Right. Like, look, we have these fucking kids. You never went over and said, like, hey, I've got some, because that's very I've much you. I've decided I'm giving this diapers. fucking dumbass one more shot. At this point, sh- I don't even want to be involved in her life. Is she avoiding eye contact? Always. So it's like the two of you fucked, and she's like, oof. Too, I, you know when you fuck and too I'm close? And I'm never a mistake. When right. somebody looks at me and you fuck me, you're like, that was a good one. Like, that's a point of pride. Right. I'm the one you look over at your wife and say, I fucked her. Yeah. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Yeah. She won't even fucking, like, look at me. 
No, it I really hurts my feelings. Now, can I say this? And this is not me judging her. I don't know her. She sounds lovely. Is she like more of a homebody kind of type of woman looking? Do you think maybe your yes. beauty could potentially intimidate her? See, your fucking problem is you're going in like, oh, I'm a fucking nice neighbor. I've got my makeup on, my lashes, I'm a fucking yeah. hair curl. No, bitch. Sometimes That's I too think much. it's like, yeah. It's too much. Now, I will say this. Yeah. I may have allegedly have done this at the Halloween party, okay? I overread the situation now. Here's where my mm. problem was. I relied on my husband. I was doing a lot of podcasting stuff. I was working. I was really busy that day. I'd been working for, like, seriously seven hours straight. So when my husband came in the house, he started remarking on what the other women were wearing. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not wearing a costume. Don't care to. Mm. Not doing it. Yeah. But here's what I will do. I can bring the heat. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to bring you a nice eye, a nice lip. I'm going to bring you some cleavage. I'm going to bring you a little left leg, a little right leg. Okay, I know what's up. Yeah. And like a when fun I, Halloween pop. Just a Halloween pop. Yeah. And when I tell you that I sauntered my cute little ass out there, mm. oof, the wives were not pleased. Okay, but it was too late. What well, was I going to go back inside and throw on some, some old sweats? Absolutely not. I'm committed to the bit at this point. I just don't understand hating somebody for taking pride in their appearance. I mean, I know we've touched on this so many times. Like, I work in a job where I think it's important to have my hair curled and a face on. I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's what I I do for a living. Now, I know accounting or account management um, or project management is probably a big stressor. Right. For you. Um, May not require, though, as much eyeliner and lip liner. You know what I mean? And I understand. Not everybody needs an overline every day. No. I mean, I sometimes go into work and I'm like, oh, good. This is what you get. No. But I do understand sometimes trying. And when I tell you that there were husbands that I hadn't spoken, I didn't even know their names. And they were just the kindest, most gentlest gentlemen. Um, Yeah. I I don't think a lot of wives were like, we're going to go back inside. I think we're going to head on and back into the old back into the old house and maybe just check on our kids. I was like, yeah, no problem. Have fun. I mean, listen, it's not my fault this outfit's banging. I mean, it's just also, a simple like, dress that I threw on. Also, pajamas out to the cul-de-sac party. Like, If you're going to see your neighbors, dress up, put a little effort in. I don't know. I just, I'm a little effort. That. I think effort all the time, personally. When I go to the neighbors, I put, I am, okay, I feel like when you go to see someone, even if it's a friend, like if even when I come to see you, I still dress up because I feel like I want to be able to show you that I care that I'm going to see you. The only time I dress the way some of the people do is when I've taken my makeup off at night and I'm actually going to bed. And you've knocked on my door. And I'm on my period. <laughs> it's very specific. No, I wear like cute pajamas every time I'm not You've on told my me period. this and it's wild. It's a thing. No, it's I wild. like a good matching set. Always. Yeah. Or like a really soft Victoria's Secret tee. Yeah. I'll, I'll, but no, if I'm on my period, I'm putting on, you know what I'm putting on. Okay. It's one of those things that like where people wear it if they're like painting the house. Gotcha. That's what I sleep okay, in that's, if I'm on my period. Gotcha. Like it could be destroyed and I'm not sad about it. Right. Not going to like, you know, lose any sleep over it. I'm more exactly. of a robe gal, if you will. I have mm-hmm. like a really sexy short robe. I have a nice mm-hmm. silk robe. I have a robe when I'm in here and I'm cold and it's like you I got to run outside robe and get gal? the My news. sis. Yes. She is Joe a rober. loves a robe. She's a rober. I'm short though. You know what it is? It drags on the floor it for It drags you. on the floor. It's like a whole fucking mess. Okay. Who am I? Chris Kringle dragging my bag <laughs> of fucking toys across the hall? I'm like, no, I don't need it. Any of that. That's why you got to get yourself a short robe, a short one. I want slippers. Okay. I'm trying to be a slipper. I hate, as I'm getting older, I'm getting very touchy. Okay, all right. I don't like my bare feet on things anymore. Not like cold surfaces. No. I do not enjoy cold surfaces. And now my carpet is so, I'm just disproved. Like, it thumbs down across the board. I want slippers. Well, it turns out I have fucking baby feet. You have very small feet. And they only sell slippers for people who are apparently docking boats. Okay, well that's hurtful. I mean, <laughs> I'm okay. like, I, I it's want not a slipper, not a fucking sleeping bag. It's not. I mean, it's not my goddamn fault. That's why you've never seen me in a slipper. How long have we been friends? When have you ever seen me slip on a slipper? When? Yeah, never. It's embarrassing. I'm it's sure. embarrassing. 
You see me in a snug sock. That's it. That's where I'm drawing the line. I like a nice fuzzy sock with a skid-proof bottom. That's where you I'm coming what? in at. I, I think I'm going to have to actually go for the socks this Christmas season. Oh, we are getting best. cool quickly. Cool quickly. And apparently this weekend it's supposed to be even colder. And I'm here for it, though. Tonight it's warm, mostly because it's, uh, it's election night. Oh, I thought it was the, um, nope, don't the beginning do this. of the Civil War. Mm, mm. Day one. Mm, 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 mm. You didn't hear that? Mm. Don't know about that? We'll tell you it's election day. <laughs> Just fucking joking, you guys. I, um, I'm actually off social media for three days, I told myself. Oh, nice. No Facebook, no Instagram. That's going to be a toughie for you, mostly because of work. Yeah, but I don't really. Did you have an assistant? I closed, she put it on. I closed my client book, so I'm fine now. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, and yeah, no. Unless I have a message from like specifically a bride, I'm not looking for three days because you know why? I really love everyone. Mm-hmm. I really do. I don't want to see you lose your minds. I don't want to see any person. It's like watching somebody you love like fall down right on their face in their favorite dress and you ever try to catch them but you can't no no yeah and, and i don't because i love watching people fall down i do too and uh, unless but, it's the unless it's a very slow fall mm-hmm. a yeah. slow fall makes like me you feel awful like you could have fixed it like you, you could have caught your hands had been fast enough or if you had been like going on walks yeah. maybe once a week your but legs you know would have what? been strong enough. I am enough. ready. I'm ready to close the door on this. Let's just move on. But we're let's, not, unfortunately. Let's it won't. just close. We're gonna have We're going to have four months. We're going to have four months of aftermath. And we're going to deal with it. And we're going to speed on past. Oh, yeah. And I'm ignoring it because you know what? I've decided. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm just no, ignoring it. No, fully ignoring it. I've decided that I am going to host. And I would love people's feedback on this. I'm going to host any fucking type of holiday party that's offered. Oh. I'm going to have a Christmas cookie exchange. I've been Googling them, like okay. themes, because okay. I don't just like want a bunch of people over at my house drinking because okay. I feel like I love a good start. Gotcha. We're going to do- I can get on board with this. Ugly sweater party. Okay. Boom. Christmas cookie exchange. Okay. Boom. Um, gingerbread house competition. Oh, that's one of my faves. One of my faves. I'm fucking coming in hot. Do you think I won't Boom. fuck up some dots? Um, Maybe even a cookie decorating party. Mm. And I'm considering with if it's within reason and it's not super annoying, an ornament making party. Okay, now I feel like no, that's all of them. That's all that's of them. on my fucking list. Of course you have a list because you've had time, bitch. Mm-mm. You're just you're you were in the airports just making lists and checking it twice. I was actually that all just happened in the last two days, <laughs> did it? Because <laughs> when I sat in the airports. And just so everybody knows, I did take two back-to-back trips. I've now been back for over a week. Feel great. Feeling great. Well, because you are a responsible adult. We would not be friends if you weren't responsible. I was actually really, really impressed with... I We hear all these horror stories. People traveling were excellent. Yeah. I thought the air people... Air flight attendants? The staff, airport? The airport... The airport staff? The air people. Okay. The people who yeah. fly. Okay. All right. <laughs> Around. I mean, were they the ones in the sky or were they the ones down below helping you with items? I honestly thought besides um, being really fucking annoyed that I couldn't have a cocktail because being on a moving- Wait, hold on. Back up. Back up. Back up. Oh, yeah. You heard me. Why couldn't you have a cocktail? Were you sick? No. What was the issue? Oh, I was having cocktails in the airport and then- before and after, but they will not serve you an alcoholic beverage in the air. Excuse me? Yeah, I was really upset. Oh, I'm never flying again then. It's my favorite time to drink. And it sky. is one of my top five favorite it is times to drink. One of my top drink. favorite times to have an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. yeah. Something it's about actually, the pressure. I would even go so far as to say top three because my second is holiday drinking. Period. And my first. It's always, you ever walk into a war? You ever leave from outside? You're like, oh, this party's going to be interesting. Who's going to be there? And you're walking up to the driveway. Okay, let's just do it. And then you get it. inside. It's hot. When you first walk in, it's freezing mm-hmm. out. And then you get blasted with warm air. And people always greet you with a beverage. What do you want to drink? First thing someone asks you. How are you? Great to see you. You know what, what I love about the fucking airport, too? Would you like to make that a double for $10 more? Sure. And it sounds like such a steal. Right. Really, they're just giving you an extra shot for $10 more. It's genius, but I love the way they sell it. Right. Like, it's a sale. They're like, over here. Would you like a double? And I'm Did like, you want a double? Fucking, of course I want a double. So, 
um, number one, if we're just doing this now, yeah. number one, Reno summer nights between late July, August, early September in Reno. Come on. On a patio Come on. drinking. Come on. Between the hours of 6 and 9 p.m. Anybody, anywhere. Come on. It's my favorite time of the you year. You will never, ever, ever regret it. Two, holiday drinking. Ugh. I love any sort of fun, festive cocktail. Now, granted, I'm always on that grind, so I'm probably not enjoying it. But I love watching people right. do it. Right. And I will always do my vodka soda or a wine. A nice wine. Three, airports, airplanes. Ugh. It's like drinking and driving, but you're totally fine. And you can have a cocktail at any time of the day. So it's the <gasps> only place that you can go to the airport at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. and go to the bartender. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Do you mind making me a vodka soda? And they're not going to look at you yeah. like you're absolutely nuts. Yeah. And not only are they not going to look at you like you're nuts, the people around you are also doing it. They're not even worried about you. Do you ever go into a, an, an airport bar? Ugh. Now, if you're a woman and you're beautiful... Obviously, there's going to be some looks, mostly because the men can't help themselves. But once they get past that, they're in their own. They're in their own world. They're thinking about whatever, or when they're going to get home, whatever, whatever the situation is. They do not give a shit about what you got going on with your vodka soda at five thirty a.m. And let me tell you, it is appreciated more now than ever. I appreciate <laughs> it all of the time. I will tell you, it was funny when we had the cul-de-sac party this weekend. Um, so we were all gathered around and I told Bill, I said, hey, go grab the little heater that's in the garage and bring it in. Because I've all obviously converted to the garage now. Um, bring it outside so that we can be warm. And so my neighbor goes, she doesn't, she look, kind of looks at me, she doesn't say anything. And Bill brings it out and I plug it in and she's like, oh my God, this thing is so strong. It's so warm. I said, yeah, w- yeah. I said, I have it outside when I want to sit outside and watch TV because even though it's been cool outside, it's still been warm enough for me to keep this heater on and for me to sit outside. She goes, I was wondering. I could hear, sometimes I'd hear you out there at like one in the morning. She's like, not hear you, but I could hear like movement and I knew it was you. She's like, and I was wondering, it is freezing outside. Freezing outside. How is she staying warm? I said, bitch, I got this game on lock. I enjoy Ugh. from June, as you said, until September. Oh, I'm enjoying my days. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm enjoying them all. Oh, I'm yeah. getting, I'm sucking every yeah. last fucking yeah. minute that I can out with a nice cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Some Trulies, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Oh, I am just, I am kind of excited for winter only because it's going to stop people from being assholes. Because yeah. it's too cold outside, really. Yeah. It's frigid. Well, and we're an outdoor area. We are. So we're seeing a lot of each other in these outdoor spaces. And a lot of people are taking up outdoor activities right now. Yes. Because they're stressed out. Mm-hmm. Misbehaving a little bit. They're misbehaving. Misbehaving a little bit. And, and I feel like once you out. get them mm-hmm. inside, mm-hmm. then I don't have to really hear your opinion, which is my perfect time. I'm just really day. hoping my stocks that I've bought in, in like online apps for <laughs> depression really take off. <laughs> Call it insider trading, if you will. <laughs> no problem. That's actually, I mean, it's brilliant. No, yeah. I just invested. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, it's, I, it's, You guys, hot tip from me to you. Hot tip. So, yeah, um, the little kiddos, they loved Halloween. Uh, Kane was able to go to a personal friend of ours Halloween party. Yes, very it was exciting, very cute. Very cute. They do such a, they're just good people. Good peeps. They are very good peeps. I got to say, honestly... I, um, they're a good family. It's really hard for me to watch my kids on Halloween. Oh, not when it's a holiday because you know, they're constricted inside. So where are they going to go? Well, honestly, no, I just like, I'm really fun and I love having fun. And Halloween was obviously like a fun girl holiday. You guys look very cute, by the way. Um, we did, we did plan that to be the cheapest, but most fun costume ever. Yeah. No dollars were spent. That's, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it was 2020, right? Hello. I'm sorry. Wallet, is that you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ian's like, do you want to be Aladdin? And I was like, yeah. Aladdin? No. Oh, full on next year. Don't even So, no. So next year. Oh, I just got chills. You got, you know what? I'm not even going to tell anybody what I'm going to be. I mean, I'm going to tell you later off. But when I tell you. 
that I have been planning this outfit since last year. And I was so sad when that when this pandemic hit, yeah. mostly because I was going to be unable to wear this outfit. Yeah. But when I come with the rage, oh, you guys all better watch out. Watch your asses. Ugh, so while we're talking about it, this is what I think I have to do. Okay. I'm a good parent. Lay it on me. Because obviously next year, Halloween will fall on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the actual day of Halloween, we're trick-or-treating. Like, you just Saturday. need to be a parent with kids. Right. No, Halloween is Saturday this year, so it'll be Sunday next year. I know, but if you have small kids, you still do it on Sunday. But if you're a, if your kids are older and you're an adult, you do it on Saturday. You go to the parties on Saturday, and then you trick That's or treat on I'm Sunday. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I think I'm actually going to get like a venue hall. Oh my god! Don't even get me started. A rager, and we for can adults. do a theme. Yeah, we can do a theme. We can mm-hmm. do like a. I don't know, like a superhero, yeah. like a like an Avengers, like a. Yeah. Okay, I'm really gassed up yeah. right now. I'm yeah. really gassed up right now. Like I want to do an annual one. Oh. You know my heart is to host. Mm. Turns out I love what I do, but I'm meant to host parties. Yeah, listen. But I get, don't want to do it professionally. I just want to do it like no. where my heart's content. Because I'm not trying to have some lady named no. Abigail no. call no. me at four. No. Th- you know what I no. thought would be a great idea? I know it's a day and a half before the event, but I was thinking, what if we got all blue ice cubes? No. And we just got blue ice cubes all the way around, and we kind of just ch- slightly changed it to more of like a frozen theme. I know we said Sahara, but like just yeah. like a slightly frozen theme. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, You'd no, have no. to murder her. No, I'm trying to rage, like throw a huge adult rager. Yeah. And I want to make it an annual thing. It would be fun to do it somewhere in the desert. Well, yeah, but. Mm, Yeah. You know those, uh, what are those things called? A yurt? Mm -hmm. Get like a yurt? Yeah. Or like a really cool geodome. Yeah. I think we're really aiming high. I was thinking just like a really cool local venue. You were like, I was talking about at, at that the closes Atlantis. at ten, and then we all rage after. You were like, I was talking about the convention hall at the Atlantis. Is what I was is what I was going for. But you know what? I was like, see, dream I go to dreamer. Big. I'm a dreamer. I said, let's do a year out in the middle of nowhere. Dream dreamer. Where where no one can stop our, and then we can get like one of those really cool like one yeah. of those really cool big yeah. inflatable pools, yeah. and we can have like light streaming above it, yeah, and we can have like you know a DJ dreamer. situation. You feel that dream? Oh, was... yeah. Because the problem with you and I is we are too creative. Mm, yeah, we are too creative. Mm-hmm. We're not one of those people that goes. You know, what we should do just like pigs in a blanket. <laughs> we should do just like a couple of like signature cocktails like maybe like potluck. a cosmopolitan and we should do like a potluck because sandy i always tell you that you end up doing all the work every year so what if we did like a potluck this year i'm gonna make a fun flirty poster on my computer i'm gonna send it out to everybody and then you guys this is gonna be so much fun no you and i talk about this and i'm like you know what we should do we're just gonna like do this how many pilots again. do we know <laughs> that own their own planes but like low-key but like low-key <laughs> You know, because we're not like snobs, but like, you know, because I like to have fun. We are two people that genuinely are. Okay. We are people that like to have fun, but we are very low key. Yeah. So in a party, you would mm-hmm. think we would be the ones screaming and yelling and being like, ah, shots, shot. No, we're real chill. Mm-hmm. We're just kicking it. Mm-hmm. But we like to be like in a fun environment doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I like like the back room. Of yes, things. like that's like where I really start to vibe in. Yes, and even though I love to throw huge parties, I usually end up talking to one person, really cracking that Da Vinci Code all night. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like when we first met, and you were so angry, and we were like, you know what? Why don't we sit by this fire, talk it out, chain smoke, and talk it out. And that we did, my friend. And sometimes not and changing are the now. recipe. The root of the recipe is the whole point. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's always principle for me. And you. It really is. It just boils on down. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a really good time. So you went, one of your trips was to Seattle. One of your trips was to Texas. How was Seattle? I love Seattle. I know. Could you? <laughs> I love Seattle. No, I really do. And the only thing that I don't like about Seattle, and I'll tell you, there's a certain time of the year, mm-hmm. and this is about the time when it is windy. And it is rainy, and that is not my problem. Mm-hmm. I love the rain. I don't mind the wind. I'm not crazy about it. Depends on how long my weave is. That's the only reason why I don't like the oh, wind. No, Depends seriously. on how long my weave is and how long my eyelashes I are. I couldn't curl my hair for the 48 hours. What's the hours? point? Um, but the one thing that I do, the only thing about Seattle that I do not like is when that wind hits you and it's cold or it's raining, it legitimately feels like it is going deep, deep, 
deep into your bones. Your bones yeah. uh, you can't shake being cold all the time. You're like little Timmy on Christmas Day, and you're just like, can I get a crutch? Yeah. Is Timmy going to get his leg back? No, yeah. That is the only thing that I don't care. They have amazing music. Their music scene is absolutely phenomenal. It's amazing. The food? Oh. Where'd you go? Tell me where you went. Well, we went to this place. I could not. McMurmans? Were you down is in the... One... We were all over, actually. Okay. We were settled in Kirkland. Okay. Um, yeah, settled in Kirkland. Hit a couple like taverny. We were trying to be like, we weren't trying to be in the heart of Seattle, right? You know, we did do a little bridal shopping, so we were like in Seattle for that most part. But um, other than that, we were kind of trying to be like on the outskirts. I didn't have any – the food's just phenomenal in general. Oh, like, the seafood's drink, so fresh. Oh, my gosh. I had a New Jersey – do you know what a New Jersey bowl is? No, I do not. So it's actually red chowder mixed with white chowder. Okay, well, that sounds phenomenal. And then apparently in October, their blackberry season is, like, off the chain. So all the cocktails, they, like, use fresh berries for a lot of the restaurants. Right. So I had a lot of blackberry fresh cocktails. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of blackberries. Yeah. Um. We are going to be doing a girls' trip up there. Did go to the public market, which is just so that I is one of my favorite flash, places. Or the flash flowers, the fresh flowers. I didn't know that was the thing. If I lived there, my husband would have to give me fresh every, flowers every, every day. day. I would call you a yep. piece of shit to mm-hmm. your face if you didn't. Mm-hmm. And what's great about a lot of those places is, <clears throat> especially like watching the guys throw around the fish, it's like very fun for me. Yeah. But in a lot of the places, if you go upstairs. They have really small rooms, maybe no larger than the studio we're in now. And even though you're all crammed together, you are just eating so much fresh fresh seafood. It doesn't matter, like clams and oysters. Yeah. That's so good. But I would assume during the pandemic, was that upper part not open? I did not experience that. We were not yeah. crammed in anywhere with yeah. anyone, I will say that. Um, yeah, we just weren't. You know, yeah. obviously... There was this little place called Hollywood Tavern in Kirkland. Or no, no, no. Wooden, Woodenville? Woodenville. Woodenville. Which, when we go, that's where, like, the Chateau, um, St. Michelle is. Mm-hmm. So do the winery there. And apparently, like, their really good eats are in Woodenville. Yeah. Which is just, like, another suburb outside of Seattle. So it's basically, like, Kirkland is, like, the Reno to Sparks to... Um, Verdi. Like, right. none of these places are, like, ridiculous. No, far and apart. they have a really amazing, if no one knows, it has the best public transport in all of the country. They they figured out their buses. There is a bus that will come. I believe it's every five minutes. So mm-hmm. if you miss a bus, yeah, five minutes. And that's, you never hear about that. Right. I mean, in right. Reno, if you start to get to the outskirts, people could be waiting two, three hours. Yeah. No, every five minutes in that city. A new bus is coming through yeah. all of the time. It's a really um, great city. It. I was really impressed. I was a little worried with like all the turbulent stuff going on right now that it was yeah. going to be just really aggro. And I don't like that behavior. I never like that behavior. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it's about. Right. I don't like it. Yeah. No. Some fucking no. smiles Everyone's that so you nice. could see. It was fantastic. People were absolutely fantastic. Um, can't wait to go back. Solid people. Solid people. Solid, Solid people in really Seattle. Sweet. It was sad seeing, like, if you're in downtown Seattle, a lot of buildings were boarded up. Yeah. I mean, like, it. I'm. I assumed I could kind of get catch the vibe of what it was because people are still like walking around and like being right. part of the city. But it was really sad seeing businesses boarded up. How was Texas? <sighs> I loved them both. <laughs> I gotta say. God damn it. Is there something about fucking Southern hospitality? I know. I really thought you were going to come back with big bangs. and They are just some fun fucking people down there. Seriously, the gals that you were with, they were so beautiful. It was such a great group of ladies. I was like, you it guys literally, are like, like, a blast. It's crazy like walking into a room and it's just like, hi, I'm a 10. I'm a 10. I'm, I'm a, a 10. 10. I'm a 10. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And normally when you walk in, I, I don't know if we have that weird edgy, like kind of more West Coast-y thing happening in Reno, but like sometimes you catch a little bit of shade the more- Sometimes. Westy, you get, but yeah. god damn it, in the south, they just want everybody having a good time always. Like, I've never met so many welcoming women that are just f- 
fucking solid. And they have no problem being like, you are so beautiful. Oh, my God. They have no problem Tell us complimenting your secrets. you. What's That's in it. that cauldron? What's going on? They just want to know. That's they, it. I've Is never cold cream or? seen so many, like, beautiful women that were just, like, oh, ready to kick it. Uh-huh. And that was just really refreshing, especially in a time like now. Yeah. Also, the whole fucking Texas mansion thing is not a joke. Oh, no. (laughs) It's wild. They're all brick. All brick. They are fucking. Not going to burn this bitch down. No. No, you guys. It's wild. Um, Scenery, not so hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing. Sorry, Texas. Especially, like, inner Texas, right? Like, yeah. Dallas. Like, pretty But pretty, I will say flat. this. Yeah. When you go to the grocery store at Tom Thumb on Sundays, mm-hmm. if you're wearing your Cowboys apparel, you get 10% off your purchase. <laughs> okay. So that's a good insider tip. So you just, like, now what does it have to be. actual fuck? But does it have to be T to B? Or can you just, like, throw on a good old no, hat or some boots? if you're wearing, like, your hat or your shirt, like, you get 10% off. Because they are, quote, unquote, America's team. That's amazing. That's amazing. Also. I'll take a discount wherever I can. Also. You think this bitch won't throw um, on some in boots? In every grocery store I went to, um, at the back end, you know, like, in Reno, it's typically, um, like, gaming stuff. Right. right? You'll see your slots. In other areas around the country, you might see, like, returns or, like, right. customer service. Right. Um, in the back of all of the Texas grocery stores, it's actually a pro shop for your apparel Fun. for the Cowboys. So just in case you're like, oh, man, you know, I completely forgot Sunday. to grab my apparel, and I, I'm going to Lucky's after this. So you go back there, grab yourself some apparel, mm-hmm. and it's a double whammy. You're getting yeah. 10% off, you know? Yeah. Wow. Sounds fun. You look like you had a blast. You look very well rested. You know, I went on both of these trips. I mean, my mentally kids well rested. Or my husband. Right. And I will say, and I did quick trips, ladies and gentlemen. Not, I was not like, these were like, honestly, like 48 hour trips. Right. And just that kind of turnaround to feel like a person again. Right. I sat in Seattle and I was just like eating and I was like, wow, I'm just like having a really good time. I'm really relaxed. And then I was like, oh, because I'm just like feeding my fucking self. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I sat down right. and then I ordered my food and then it came and, and then, then I just ate it. it. And no one was like, can I get a bite? And then I ordered a cocktail and then I realized I'm thirsty right. and I ordered another one and I drank that and then I left. How much slower did you drink the cocktail when you're by yourself? Oh, very. I mean, like, I'm not kidding you. I was just right. savoring every. Every last drop. Every last drop. I was sitting by the fire in Dallas, too, because shockingly, I will say, Texas got a little cold. Yes. We did get into the hot tub, though. Okay. Hot tubber. I would have assumed that many blondes together and no one's getting into a hot tub? I don't think so. I saw a lot of blondes. I don't think I saw a fucking brunette not in the background. I did look at that photo. Anywhere. That group photo. One of our girlfriends was was a brunette. Nobody's embarrassed? Nobody. No. Everyone was like, can you get your blonde weave out of my blonde weave, I mean, please? it was just like a blonde fuckery. A sea of weave. I was like, but wait, where you are you? did you notice how I was in the center? Oh, I saw you. <laughs> I, saw you. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like. Oh, I saw you. Damn it. That's when and you know you're drinking double Tito's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't know you. Yeah. In the middle. <laughs> right in the middle, baby. Right in the middle. Yeah. It looked like you had a really good time. We will go down. We will go yeah, down. Yeah, we will. We will take a quick trip. McNally will be waiting for That's us. That's what I told her. I said, we'll do a... We'll do a... I am a little tempted to go see because they do a Christmas show. Oh, do they? Yeah. I was thinking New Year's. Uh, no, you got to see this shit with, like, their Halloween decorations. Like, people go fucking balls to the oh, wall. Oh, I'm sure they lost their minds. So they have, like, a Christmas thing. Like, you, like... And they're all trying to, like fucking like do the best right do the most so we gotta like be there for that gotcha like new year's like they might like hand out champagne or like normal stuff and i really want them to impress me i'm an outsider whenever i go to a new city or a place where necessarily the people there don't know me oh i really go all in Mm. i'm like no i blow off these boots yeah 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 well good i'm so glad we i missed you but i'm really glad that you went and I'm glad that you had a really good time. What have you been doing these last couple of Oh, my weeks? God. Just working away. Yeah. Working away. I've been working a lot of hours and uh, a lot of stuff for the podcast and just, like, a lot of fun stuff coming up. It's hard. 
it's hard, but it's good stuff. I know. Yeah. So it was good. And I, I've, uh, I'm on vacation right now, which is a vacation, but not. Um, and that's been nice because, you know, I love to stay up late. What I have been doing is, uh, obviously crushing One Tree Hill, but I went into <laughs> Netflix and the show Girlfriends, the entire eight or nine seasons is on there. And when I tell you that I, started watching it and I have been absolutely loving it but I got to do one of my favorite things yesterday that I don't get to do that often Mm. um, which is to impress somebody with a weird show Mm. based off of a conversation immediately so the girl that does my hair D she is amazing I just absolutely love her she's so funny and she's so much fun like she doesn't get weirded out when I talk about like weird shit she's just like fun I mean when you're sitting there for 12 hours and someone is braiding your hair you're gonna get in the weeds in the weeds you're gonna get in the weeds we're not gonna at some point the pleasantries the husband talk the fuck my kids talk the like fuck my husband talk oh I love my kids and I love my head like that shit oh fuck Margaret at work like Mm. all that at some point gets wrapped up And so we were talking about something and I got on to uh, documentaries and I said, oh, yeah, I was watching whatever. And somehow we got on to animals and I said, (laughs) I really thought I'm like, you ever say something and you're like, oh, I can't fuck this relationship up. This bitch does my hair. Yeah. She can't never not want to come back here again. Um, So I said, have you watched the documentary The Zoo? And she was like. No, what's the zoo? And I said, have you ever heard of zoophilia? She's like, no. And I was like, oh, buckle in, D. She's like, what is it? And I said, it's people who feel that they have a very, well, they do. They have a very emotional, physical, and sexual relationship with big animals. Mm. We're not talking sheep here. We're talking horses. Yeah. Zoo animals. Bigger animals. Bigger animals. Yeah. And there's a whole documentary about a guy called, you guys, if you haven't seen this documentary, first of all, just Google the documentary. Do not Google the name that I'm going to tell you, because then if you do that, a video is going to pop up. And trust me, when I tell you, you are not prepared to look at that. Okay. But this guy worked for Boeing. He had a really huge security, high security level job. They called him Mr. Hands. Not sure why. No one ever explained that. Now, when I tell you I've watched this documentary no less than 16 times. I mean, over the years, when I was poor, poor, and like in my 20s, didn't have cable, uh, there was this website called documentary freedocumentaries.com. And you could go on there and you could watch all thousands and th- I think they still have it going. Thousands and thousands of documentaries for free. Yeah. So, you know, when cable, I didn't have cable and when it was the middle of the night, this is what I would watch. And I came across this documentary and this guy was called Mr. Hands. And unfortunately, because Mr. Hands died, that's how the the pop topped off of mm. the entire thing. And Mr. Hands went out. Apparently, these men would go out to this farm that this guy owned and uh, a couple women and they would get naked and they would first they would eat dinner and laugh and cocktails, you know, like the kind of party you were talking about yeah. and they would laugh and music and dance but as the party wound down around 10 30 11 o'clock night yeah they'd all go out into the out into the farm area and uh they just like get naked and rub their bodies up against horses and if the horse was into it you know putting his head on your shoulder i don't know what the telltale sign was but mm-hmm. i'm assuming because the guy said sometimes you get it and sometimes you didn't uh well mr hands Unfortunately, that particular evening, uh, even though he had his own two horses that he had purchased, he had heard of a, uh, of a horse called Big Dick. Mm. Yeah. 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 Which I can see where the allure came in. <laughs> Me as a uh, woman. There's not a lot of room for imagination. <laughs> Been there, done that. Um, and uh, yeah, so anyways, he has sex with the horse. So they have a horse fucks him and uh, it perforates his colon. Of course. He internally bleeds, obviously, because yeah. horses have giant penises. Mm, yeah. So anyways, they dump him off at the ER, and he dies. But he's has such a high clearance of security, obviously the state came down, and this also happened in Seattle. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. Oh, it's in Seattle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, like, right on the outskirts. Like, right, right on the it's outskirts. funny you were talking about a zoo earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they didn't have a law back then that said, can't fuck animals, dude. No bestiality. 
So anyways, that's what started the law. And it was this whole documentary. It's an hour and a half. If you've never seen it, you and Ian, seriously, you guys, if you've never watched the documentary, they don't go into, like, they don't show you anything. But they're just, like, firsthand uh, recap from the people there because they couldn't be arrested because there's no law. There was no law against this. So they're they're not on camera, but they're telling you, like, what's what happened. Anyways, well, that led down another road, which led down another documentary. And uh, I really thought maybe I've gone too far with the lady that does my hair. When I tell you, she texted me last night and she said, I just blew my fucking husband's mind. Blew his mind. He can't get Mr. Hands off of his off his brain. And I told him, you told him, do not Google the name and do not watch the video. I think he's going to. I said, tell him, no, don't do it. Oh, you can't shake that. Some bells can't be on wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've never personally watched it, but I'll tell you when I go on Reddit and they're like, oh, it scarred me for life. That's all I need is someone else to tell me. Yeah. 100%. I can't sleep at night anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm Gucci. So, yeah, that was my. You know, it's just like wild to me. I mean, obviously, I want to die like peacefully in my sleep in my bed, like holding my husband's hand. Right. Like, like but you don't want to know. Wrist like 102. Right. Right. That's like good for me. Right. Like. Saw a hundred years. Mom was ready for the night. Right. The idea of being a pilot and having this clearance and like doing all of these accomplishments in life and then dying from a horse fucking me. <laughs> right. That's a, what a hell of a way to go that's out. That's the saltiest part for me. And it's on video. So even if like, like your memory is going to live on forever, but not because of what you did in your profession or your son or like, you're going to live on forever because that I'm horse ripped out your had, fucking intestines. And I'm sure he had kids. He had one son. Oh, it's the worst. He was an attractive man. I mean, not that attraction has anything to do with it, but, but it, does. It, it really gets the brain moving because you're like, what is going on there? I've never looked at an animal. Animals are like children. What got us starting about it was I said, uh, you know, animals are like children. Yeah, I agree. They cannot give consent. Yeah. And even if a child or a horse could, it's still wrong. Like, you are the bigger person. Your brain is fully developed. And you know this is wrong. It feels wrong. You know it's wrong. That's why you're doing it in the dark. You're doing it out in the field. You're doing it in the cloak of the evening. And you're not doing it every day. You're not pulling up a horse to your house going, hey, you guys, real quick. I'm just going to run down to the store. But before I go, I'm going to let this horse fuck me in the ass. And I'm going to go run some light errands. And I'll be right back. There's a reason why you hide this stuff. Oh. I also made her watch uh, Kidnapped and Abducted in, in Plain Sight. Oh, man. Now oh, that's I was a blowing conversation her, starter. I was blowing her mind left and right. I said, if you think zoo is wild, hold on to your horses. I actually personally, like, like the whole animal... The only thing that I actually feel a lot better about, honestly, as talking is the fact that the horse fucked him to death. Yes, but the only fucked up part was, I mean, obviously it was all fucked up, but the horses that were on this ranch were not being taken care of. So the lady who came and got all the horses, um, I can't remember what the society was called, and I am going to donate to them because I think they do an amazing job because they go in and if the animal's not being taken care of, they will take the animal and they will not press charges against the owner if they just let them have the horse or whatever the animal is. But a couple of the horses were like going blind because they weren't really being taken care of. And there was this like sticker bush. And I'll never forget the horse kept running into the sticker bush with its eyes. And like it was blind and just kept like hurting itself. And they didn't like give a shit. So for some animal that you claim to be in love with, that you love so much and care so much about, Ugh. you guys treat it like shit. So like I'm so glad that you died a very painful horse dick death and then you went somewhere and trust me and yeah. purgatory i don't know is purgatory it that he get... gets fucked in the ass by a horse every night because Sounds that's like what he heaven. liked yeah Ugh. really even if it was like a dick on fire still kind of in his wheelhouse <laughs> you know what i mean totally. you'd have to do something else like make him fuck a chick how about no more fucking Oh, okay. That seems like real purgatory. How about no more imagination? That's what yeah. I think hell really is. No. What if, okay, okay, hear me out. What if hell is, you die. Yeah. No more imagination. Like you're you're awful. You were like a rapist. You were yeah. specifically like a rapist yeah. pedophile. Yeah. No more imagination. You get to sit in a white room. You're never going to be hungry. You're never going to be thirsty. You'll never need to pee or shit. Never really get sick. But you have no imagination. Oh. And there's no way for you to kill yourself. Yeah, I like that. For a pedophile? 
Yeah. What? So even if you wanted to like daydream about the days in the past, can't. Gone. Yeah. yeah. And you start to, you're like, oh, it's fuzzy. I see a fit. Gone. Gone. I love it. Yeah, I like it. I'm in. I mean, God, I don't want you to call me now. Let me live to 102. But when I get up there, I've got some changes that I want to make. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bullet pointing them now. Yeah. I'm doing an Excel now. You get Job ready because there's going to be some changes when I get up there. Some staff changes, all for the good. You know, I know change is hard, Job, but. I think it's healthy. I think it's very healthy. healthy. Yeah. So it was very interesting. I really, like, once I got her, like, she was braiding my hair. And then a couple times she just had to stop. And she was, I said, no, no, please stop braiding and watch this part. It's very important. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. He just said he leaned over and relieved that man, even though he knew that he had kidnapped us. I know. I know. It's wild. Trust me, it gets weirder. (laughs) This isn't even the wildest part. I really still believe in that, that the mom was, like, super jealous. She was in love and jealous. Yeah. When she was recounting, yeah. when she was recounting her affair with him, she was smiling. She yeah. was, she was glee. There was, a, I'm not joking, a sparkle in her eye. Oh, yeah. And when I tell you I want to go to a book signing so I can choke this bitch out, yeah. not kill her, I'm not going to kill anybody. Yeah. But just like, you know, let her know that I know, that we all know that you are a are real piece of shit. Are they still married? The... Yes. Yeah, that's right. And remember, her mother is the one who had the nerve to write the book. And her daughter got into the book with her. And I told, when Dee was braiding yeah. my hair, she said, why do you think her mother wrote the book? I said, I'll tell you why. Because she wanted to be able to go back and reread and glorify her time with him when he was telling her, I love you, you're so beautiful, you're all these things. Because yeah. she knew that she was a means to an end. And that really all the things he was saying to her, meanwhile, he was picturing her daughter, yeah. who was 12. Yeah. Well... Never served a day in prison. Jail, a few jail stints, but never a day in prison. The mom? The, the guy who, was, was, who kidnapped her. Oh, yeah. I told, yeah. I was telling, when when she's, D goes, she's braiding and she goes, wait a minute. She like poked her head out from my head <laughs> to yeah. look at the TV. And she goes, you mean to tell me that they signed an affidavit saying that he did yep. not kidnap? Yep. That it was just a misunderstanding. They forgot. And that if need be, they would make their daughter sign the same affidavit saying she wasn't kidnapped. All because they didn't want the community to know what they already knew. And I said, D, you know what the kicker is? Then she wrote a book. So now everybody still knew and you forsaked your daughter. And let's get past your daughter. Like, let's just say you hate your daughter. You're a shitty mom. Like, whatever. How many other girls did he do that to? Because you, and that's what the FBI agent said. He goes, had she done the right thing, he would have gotten 25 years to life. He probably would have never gotten out of prison. And now how many other girls did you do the same exact thing to? And at the very end, the daughter goes, I don't know if you remember, but she goes, I had so many other girls reach out to me. Other women reach out to me and go, when I was a girl, I'm like, yeah, because your parents were, how are you still talking to your mom? I actually heavily judge her for that. Heavily judge her. Because now she's obviously a very, like, sound person. So you're able to make. Yeah. Go back. Look at all this. I, I'm sorry. Just because someone gave birth to you, your mother, your father, does not mean you have to have them in your life. I just don't understand. And again, it was just, like, the complete lack of accountability. Lack of accountability. I mean, they admitted to certain things, and obviously that was probably painful in a documentary. I'm sure it was more painful for her to get that head of that dick in her vagina when she was 12 years old. That's what I kept thinking when they were like, when he said, when my wife came to me and I had to file for divorce because I knew she was cheating, she wasn't going to quit seeing him, and she was seeing him for eight months, and I didn't know what to do, so I had to make a decision after my pastor made me, basically. And he said... That was the most painful thing that I've ever gone through. I said, excuse me? Yeah. Your child being kidnapped twice, raped every fucking day and night, wasn't the worst thing Oh yeah. that you'd gone through? And leaving the woman who is willingly fucking that guy? Willingly. Like, sign me up. Seconds, please. Yeah. How do you not, not to mention, here's my only issue with any of it. I will say that I applaud them because there's no religion in this world. Not one that would have stopped me from finding this man, putting him in my basement Mm -hmm. and torturing him. Oh, I wouldn't even have told the kids like I had built a special room. Oh, yeah. I would have 
left foot. I mean, it would have been seamless. Yeah. Seamless. Yeah. When I tell you I am 100% yeah. nursing you, but here's some more cream of wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And torturing you. And you're blind now. Oh, look at that. You're running and into you're blueberry fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You don't even know when I'm coming anymore. You don't... <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to have a great Just old time. Spook ya. <laughs> uh, look who snuck up on you. Gotcha. Got your nose. Got your nose. No, motherfucker. I got your motherfucking nose. Yeah, like it's in my hand. There's just no way. I mean, I do believe no, I God know. is all for like forgiving people and moving on. Yeah, forgiving but me. God, <laughs> like you. me specifically, that's for it. doing the that's it unfortunate vengeance because vengeance is a sin as well. But I'm I was really, really, but okay. But before we do that, back up because I do believe vengeance is a obviously vengeance is a sin. But I do believe an eye for eye is not vengeance. That is just correcting a wrong. I think there's a difference between correcting a wrong and vengeance. Because sending someone to prison is correcting a wrong. Here's my thing. An eye for an eye, the whole world goes blind. I love that saying. Okay. And sometimes it's kind of like... It's kind of like risk versus reward. Right. Sometimes the reward is going to outweigh all of the risks. Right. Now, if I'm just me and I'm born and I'm a lady, little lady, and I say, you know what? Fuck all dudes. I'm going to cut all of their wings off. Gotcha. Mid fornication. Just because I feel like it. Just because I'm a, I'm, well, gets okay. my gas going. That's wild. Now, if I am a victim of sex trafficking... And then I decide that I'm going to cut the wings off of only people. Like, I'm going to put myself in position. I'm going to, like, go in deep. You're going right? in deep. Oh, you're undercover. And then I'm going to be, like, putting up my own justice onto the world. It's gotcha. not a great justice. Do I think that's St. – once I hit the, the gates of St. Peter, that he's going to weigh that a little differently? Right. I do. I do. But Jeffrey Dahmer just wanted to, like, kill he- guys and make sex zombies. And eat them. And eat them. And he didn't do that for any particular reason other than the fact that he genuinely felt like it. Right. It was just an urge. I and just so he did it. think that that will be weighed differently. I do too. So I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's the same thing like in our judicial system. Like I really think that you have to weigh it differently if something traumatic has happened. Like the, what this girl went through. Like that girl had she wigged out, killed the whole fucking, like everyone's getting it. Except for the sisters. But like mom's getting it, dad's getting yeah. it. B's getting it. Yeah. They're all getting it. Like the fact that the Menendez brothers are in jail to this day. It's pretty wild. Is insane. And if you need me to sign anything, and I mean like anything that's like time served, boop, boop, and then also retribution. Right. Financially. Yes, please. There is something about I hope being California a child. Fucking pays you to be millionaires. Absolutely. There's something about being a child and having someone prey on you and there is literally nothing you can do as a woman. I will say this, right? So obviously we're we- the weaker of the two, but at least I can carry a gun. Yeah. I can carry a taser. I can carry pepper spray. I can park under a light. I can tell people where I'm at. I can do things to try to prevent this yeah. from happening. May it not do any of that? Yes. But I can try to do things to lower my chances that this would happen. When you're a child, there is nothing you can do. Yeah. You are relying on the adults around you to protect you. And so you get to just do this to me for years and years and years. And there's no repercussion. Oh, and let's just say you do go to jail and don't no, jail is not enough because when someone has been doing that to a child for that many years and then they oh, their only sit in prison is five years, maybe. And they're out in two for good behavior. Fuck you. Fuck oh, yeah. you. Because that child has to carry that into relationships with his child mentally like the grudge on his neck for the remainder of their life because you i mean i just couldn't imagine no you're getting into a soundproof room and we're gonna have to make some shit happen i'm sorry 100%. i mean you shouldn't have done it go to counseling figure some i don't know what to tell you do but it's not my fault that you want to diddle the skittle of children murking everyone and if you knew murking you too not fast it's not gonna be great for you yeah, if you knew and you didn't do anything, I'm just going to execution style. Just yeah, you're in, you're pop, right pop, off. Pop, pop. Like, you don't need to suffer. 
But you don't need to be here either. Right. Because you've already proved that you're fucking useless. And you're weak. You've already proved you're the weakest one of them all. You're the one that's going to be screaming your head off the whole time. At least this sick son of a bitch is going to see it coming. He's going to make it like a sport. I love these little chats. So I'll tell you, though. (laughs) So, like, you and I can have this conversation super normal, but you worry about having this conversation with the outside people. Well, yeah. Because we're talking about murdering people. (laughs) Potentially. Allegedly. I'd do it. If it was my child? Allegedly, I do it all day long. I don't even care if it was your child. If it was anyone's child, allegedly, I would like, be building and I a room. Like, this is a actual child. Like, if you see me taking a class on masonry, like how yeah. to build a brick room, yeah. be concerned. Yeah. Just know that is going to be one of the telltale signs. Yeah. That bitch is building a quiet room. Mm-hmm. I think the reason we don't have serial killers anymore, honestly, is because of Facebook. Oh, absolutely. You just can't get away with it anymore. No, and nosy neighbors. Lots of nosy neighbors. How did Ted Bundy get caught? Well, his girlfriend, technically. Wasn't he leaving the house? No, she was just like, yeah, like the bug thing. And then, like, they kept calling him Ted. She's like, and I just put like two and two together. And I thought, so can I tell you something? I love you so much. So a day and a half ago, I Googled, why are there no more serial killers? Or why are there sans? Seriously, I'm not even joking. 100%. So I read a whole article and it just said because of because of social media and because of the internet. Yeah. Because it is so much faster to track them down. Yeah. And because uh, CCTV everywhere, baby. CCTV yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They can track you back to almost anywhere. They can tell you where you left from yeah. and where you went. And I looked at Bill. I was like, that's true. Because the ID channel has a whole show called whatever. And it's like all about when a person disappears and they just track them back from the murder all the way back to where it first started, where they went home that morning. Yeah. CCTV, baby. I know. And when people are like, I don't mind fucking big brother fucking watching me. Watch me. And I'm like, no, no. Track me. Track me. Track me. What do I have because to you hit know on what? here? If you want to watch me go into fucking TJ Max, and then you want to watch me hop over to Target because I couldn't find what I was looking, looking for. looking for TJ's. And I told my husband I was still at work. And right. I still want him to obviously know that I was buying the things that I said I wouldn't. Right. I mean, he need, he needs to know. Duh. And then you want to watch me go to Starbs and wait 15 minutes for a fucking ridiculous coffee. And then you want to watch me go back to work. And, like, please. Pl- I need someone to be watching over this mess. Please. Please. Seriously. Like, I, when people get really weird about the surveillance thing, truly, like, really weird about it, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm not important. Are you fucking horses? Might be fucking Are horses. you on the fucking farm? So that's what that's what people aren't I mean, asking dead enough. Ass. So am I. My life yes. is not that interesting. I mean, no. I love my life. I love my life too. But it's interesting to me, but not to the feds. The feds don't give a like, shit what I'm up to. If you're fucking worried about what the feds are worried about, what you're worried about, you got What are you doing? What are you doing? Because you know what? I realize that the advertising thing is kind of weird. Right when we're fucking talking about something, and then it's maybe weird it's until I'm up. like, "Well, goddamn, that's exactly what I that's was looking for." That's literally what I've been looking for. You just saved me so much time. I thought Here's yellow sweater and a Has yellow sweater showed up. Willpower, people. <laughs> if it's fucking just popping up, it's just oh, no, no, no. oh my god, they're fucking watching me. Ah! No, Sandra, they don't give a fuck about the fact that you've been looking for the perfect leopard print legging that just happened to pop up. Either buy it or don't. It's called an algorithm, uh, Sandra. Okay, it's called be about it. Duh. You don't have to buy everything that you look Jesus at. Jesus Christ. But you're the reason why. You're the reason why I went into Macy's the other day and I just killed it because everything was on sale. You know why? Because you dum-dums walk in there and you buy the first thing you fucking see and you don't mull it over. You go, gotta got, 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 got get it all, gotta get it all. And then I'm able to go back and go, I'm gonna take the time. What do I want? Do, am I looking for a fun booty or am I looking for, do I need these shoes? Who knows? The key to shopping, everyone, I want you to know is you never go in with a plan. Oh, never. You go in and you buy the thing that really speaks to you and then you Grabs wear it you, if at you will. said event. Oh, and you know too because the minute you, you see it. You don't wait to shop for an event. That's no. what people fuck that up on. That is the problem. And that is when you start getting weird Facebook fucking Instagram ads about buying this for that holiday party you've been complaining about. No, why don't you just take a fucking little self-care day, get a Starbucks. That's it. Start perusing. Tell your husband you're at work till five when you got off at three. That's it. You're not, you're not doing anything crazy. And you know what? You're not going to die and not let him know because guess what? You're getting tracked and you're fine. 
Yeah. And it's too, if you're the person that's typing on Amazon too specific, red sweater with the shoulder off with strings on the left, that's you, baby. Because I've never had to get that specific on Amazon. Sometimes Amazon just gives me shit I actually didn't even know I needed. They were like mops. I was like, God damn, how'd you know? I broke my mop like about a month ago. Yeah. Well, thank you, Amazon. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up another episode of The Hate Journals. Of course, you can follow us on Instagram at The Hate Journals and, of course, Twitter, Hate Journals. And, of course, you guys know what to do. Log on to our website at thehatejournals.com to check out any merch and any current events. And, of course, any questions, any comments, you guys know what to do. You can email us at thehatejournals at gmail.com. Thanks again. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.